How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com gift. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. That was the thing. It was not as good as the coach trip. There you go. You're on. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Whenever you want. Right, I'll okay. probably come back in here about quarter past seven. Okay. What? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Come on, Gary, well, we I can mean... talk for an hour. Come on. Yeah, yeah come I on. Know, but what I mean is you don't have to talk for an hour. All oh, right. But quarter past seven means I don't have to clock watch too much. Okay. okay. Yeah, fine. So you go, in, you go and enjoy your sitcom. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Okay, see you, soon. see you in a bit. Bye-bye. Where are we saying that Luke is, by the way? What are we going to do? Um uh, auditioning for the fourth thing of the voice and is stuck in the chair. The fourth. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ready when you are. Okay. Right. Okay. God. Three, two, one. Hello there, dear listeners. Uh, welcome to the Custard TV podcast on today, September the thirteenth. Uh, this is episode forty-seven. I don't normally read that bit of the document, but I just yeah. thought, seeing as it's just, seeing as it's just me and Matthew Northern Donnelly, that I would actually inform the listeners. Where we're recording and what episode we're up to. People, uh, you, we, people rarely use my middle name. Well, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be good if you could change that by deed poll. Uh, how are you, Mr. Northern? Mr. Northern. Uh, yeah, I'm not, too, I'm not too bad, yeah. It's a bit grey up here, but then, as you say, it is the North. Um, right, right. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's getting a bit... Winter, well, not wintry, but we're getting into the autumn now, aren't we? So it's... Uh, yeah, it's September, and we've not got our, our cheery companion tonight, have we? No, that's right. Apparently, uh, Luke is uh, has been auditioning as a coach on the uh, the Voice. More of that in a moment about the Voice. But apparently, he uh, he got his chair stuck uh, halfway, mm. uh, and they had to call out the BBC. Trying engineer. to sort of winch him out as we speak. Yeah, it's a bit messy, but uh, we'll, we'll, Luke will be back very soon. Uh, well, not not soon this week, but you know, so don't look at that. Uh, you can find the Custard TV podcast on the Custard TV website, which is www.thecustardtv.com. Don't uh, forget the. That's right. Don't forget the. Uh, you can search for us on iTunes and please leave us some sort of nice, roughly five starish review, hmm. please. And if you don't, if you don't want to leave us five star feedback, just let us know personally. Yeah. Nice iTunes. Yeah. Let us know first, and then we'll, yeah. we'll we'll talk you out of it. And then we'll send uh, the boys around. That's yes. Who are the boys? I'm not quite sure who those are. Bros. Uh, Bros. We'll send Bros round, or possibly the Rizzle Kicks. I don't know. Or, or Chuckle uh, Brothers. Indeed, to me, uh, you can reach each of us on Twitter. Luke is at, at Luke Custard TV. I am at the Gary Show, and Matt is at Matt's TV Bites with a number of S's that I can't remember if we've ever done that gag before no. or for a while. Uh, 
Facebook, you can find us at the Custard TV. The the is very important, as yeah, Matt. Facebook.com slash the Custard TV. Or you can just like it. It's on the site now, so you don't have to go to Facebook. Yeah. You can just like like when you're go on the, to site. the site. And just, if you if you do that, then you get all the latest stuff that Matt and Luke post on the site, including uh, Matt's weekly preview of what's good and coming up on TV. Well, it's a uh, review, actually. Gary, it's what's been on TV, but you go oh, ahead. Is it what's, yeah, it's, it's, if you do it in advance, no. Yeah, no. but there is also, uh, if you go on now, the coming up section is completely updated, so everything oh, on yes. there is now coming up rather than has already been on and in some cases already been cancelled. Uh, yeah, everything is up to date on that coming up section, so if you want to have a look at it, it's going to... I have word from the editor that he's going now to be updated on a regular basis, so... Oh. Well done to the editor, strike runner of the podcast. Uh, I think what I'll do is I'll hand slyly over to uh, Matt to do the news and say that, uh, obviously, if we were looking to start with an article that's on the website, article number one in the news links in very well, does it not? Yeah, I mean, we have broken this news, but today as well I've also written, a, there's a short piece on um, on the website about whether or not this will change things as uh, a lot of people know, apart from Gary, who's sort of had his head in the yeah. since Wednesday, uh, Kylie Minogue has joined The Voice, as predicted by uh, Gary on this here very podcast. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's one of the ones that got lost in in, in transit. Yeah. Well, what I'd like to do is, if Luke is editing this, I'd like him to insert that bit from the podcast right now. There you go. Hopefully he And did. we're back. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Kylie joining The Voice. Uh, she's uh, replacing Jessie J. It's also been confirmed this week that um, I haven't written this on the full article, the full release on the BBC, that Tom Jones and Will I Am are both returning. But there are yeah. no, there's no news on a fourth coach as of yet. And the other big uh, news in concerning The Voice is that it will be on January this year. Right. Instead of, uh, or next year, so January 2014 rather than sort of March, April when, when it's sort of started the last couple of years. I think, um, what are your thoughts, Gary, as someone well, who's just learnt this news? Well, for, firstly, I would say Kylie is a great pickup. I said it at the time, they need a musical act with clout, and I definitely think she has that. She's a known name, she's very anglicised, you know, she's a big hit in England. Always has been, you know, ever since the neighbours' days. So I think she is definitely the right choice. And she doesn't um, take herself too seriously either, does she? Yeah, Not, yeah. Like, there was that, you know, there was Jess, that show yeah. on ITV, wasn't there, with her and, uh, that she did, where she kind of took the mick out of herself, didn't she? I can't remember that one. There was things with Jason Donovan, wasn't there? There was skits and things. And... I can't remember but, that, she, but she, she has done, you know, she's done a lot of um, yeah. comedy. I mean, she was in. Vicar of Dibley briefly, and she was in. Yeah. Um, she remember Behaving Badly as well. She was, and I do remember. I mean, she's also been on the Brits and stuff. She didn't. She, mm. Didn't she do the Brits with Matt? Yeah. Matt Horn and James Corden. Matt, James Corden as well. A, and, one of the things about Jessie J was she always took herself a little bit too seriously, didn't she? Yeah. So, now uh, the important thing is who are they going to get to replace Danny from The Voice? I mean, are we looking at Danny from the somebody, script? Jimmy. Danny from, from the script. Sorry. Uh, who who are we going for here? And please don't say Ronan Keating. No, uh, I don't know. I think it, it's... I mean, they've cast sort of the the female role. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they'll go for another woman. Maybe they'll do two men and two women this year. You know, there's no nothing set in stone that there has to be three men and, and one woman. I mean, that's, no, no. I mean, that's the formula that a lot of the international ones have, have gone for, though. You know, like, as you said, in Australia with with Seal and mm. Delta Goodrum, isn't it, out there? And then in, in America, yeah. had 
um, Christina Aguilera and then Shakira. So I don't know if they like this sort of three men and one woman thing, but it, I, I don't think it's sort of set in stone. I think they'll probably try and go for someone sort of indie, you know, indie sort of thing. Yeah. I, it depends. It depends if someone from one of those groups wants to do it, you know, sort of their credibility. I was thinking of like someone like, you know, Matt Bellamy from Muse, perhaps, but I don't know. Again, I, if he did I, that. I, I think I remember him. I remember an article oh. by him hating the X Factor. So, okay. so well, I don't. He'd do the voice, surely, if he hated the X Factor. Or, yeah. or the guy from Kaiser Chiefs, or someone, someone of that. That's a good film. shout. Yeah, yeah. That's a good shout. Yeah. But I... like an older version of Danny O'Donoghue, someone who's sort of. Like, because that's what they've done in terms of casting Kylie. They've casted someone slightly yeah. old. Jesse well, let, let, let me tell you who I would want in a real in a real fantasy world. Yeah. It would be Noel, Noel Gallagher. Yeah. But I have a feeling that he's, uh, he's again said he'd never do it. But I think Noel Gallagher would be pretty good. Uh, on yeah, that, I, mean, he, I think he, I like think he said he he was offered the X Factor, but I think he might have been offered it before. You know, uh, he said he's been offered. I mean, the the original no, choice about, for the sorry, go on. Uh, I was going to say, about, what about the guy off Blur? Da- not Damon Albarn, the, the bass player, Alex James. I know he's been involved. Again, he he's does a lot of stuff, doesn't he, Alex James? Yeah. So, but again, how musical is he? Other than I mean, play- yeah, and he's the bass player. I mean, I think that you'd need... I think the thing about The Voice is that it is singers or, and you know, Will I Am's a rapper, but it's, it's yeah. people who you primarily are The Voice. I mean, yes. you could argue yes. for maybe oh, yeah. Graham Coxon, who would never do it, but you could argue for him out of Blur. But I don't think Alex James would uh, no. would be someone who you would who you put in there. But again, I think um, you know they go slightly older. I mean, the original choice for the Danny role was, of course, Will Young, and I'm not sure if um, if they'll go if they go there. Maybe they'll go for someone like Ed Sheeran or someone like that. Well, I, again, I, I was going to do a joke from from the mid two thousands and go. They could make it Gareth Gates, but they probably have to extend the show. But that's that's in poor taste. I think um, any, any younger listeners might. <laughs> Gareth Gates was a popular singer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's it, reset it on Gareth. 11, Gates. It was uh, 11, 10, 11 years ago since he won Pop Idol. So well, I don't think yeah, I'll, eleven, yeah, because it was before. I'll, no, yeah, eleven, because I it was before O two. Was it start of O two? Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people then would not remember him. Possibly, basically, Gary's joke is that he had a stutter. That was that was Gareth Gates. You joke. have to explain the gags, Matt. Then really, there's no point in me being here. Well, so. it, as you say, it's 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 <laughs> not a very um, a current joke. No. Anyway, so moving on to the news that. Um, E4 has re- renewed, well, renewed, sort of rebought, I suppose you yes. could say, uh, Big Bang Theory, Suburgatory, and Two Broke Girls. And I'm assuming they'll probably try and get the um, the rights to the last series of How I Met Your Mother. I'm assuming they yeah. just, sort of, uh, you know, all these sitcoms do very well for the channel, and I think, you know, it, it wouldn't make sense for the channel to sort of seek. No, I mean the repeat, the repeats of the Big Bang Theory. I mean they they're on every night. Yet the show does great ratings still. It's like, um, but it's like E4 used to do with Friends, isn't it? I mean it's that. It's that much, point. although I don't think Friends got as big an audience as Big Bang Theory does. But um, again, I think because the Friends episodes have been on for so long that I don't. I mean, uh, they're only on their like second or third sort of run through, maybe a lot oh, of people. No, I think I think they've just started their fifth or something. I read. They certainly just started because I, I occasionally show that has maybe people caught the first time round, whereas Friends yeah. was a sort of very you know people were watching that 
as soon as it was on. You know, it was a big, big thing. Whereas Big Bang Theory is almost like a word of mouth thing, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. and just to catch up very briefly on the other two, Suburgatory is quite good, but but it's very. I, I watched the first series of Suburgatory. Yeah. It's not laugh out loud funny, is it? There's no, a bit of darker humour in there. Quirky and and it's just it's it's a gentle watch. It's an easy watch. Yeah. As you say, it's not a, it's not a jokey sitcom, but no, oh. no, I, I think you it's a sort of more character based one that you sort of like the you know you like the people. Yeah, in if it. you identify with the characters, even if the father daughter relationship is a little bit creepy. Yeah, I'm thinking that. But go on. And then the two broke girls is a kind of cruder kind of Big Bang Theory, I suppose, with more kind of innuendo and. It's very old-fashioned. Yeah, it's quite it's quite gentle though, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Um, while we're on sort of Channel Foury sort of thing, um, the the uh, announcement has been made that the final episode of uh, the IT Crown is going to be airing mm. two weeks today. Is it the twenty seventh? That's right. Yes. And that will be on after the the Agents of Shield, Marvel's Agents of Shield, obviously the Avengers Assemble sort of spin off. Mm. Uh, obviously, a good sort of night in for the channel. I'm sure we'll do very very well. And I think, as you said before we went on air, it's going to be a lot of people tuning in to maybe to check out the first episode of Agents of Shield. I mean, I'll do that. I doubt I'll watch the series because I'm not a massive sort of superhero-y movie fan. So I, I will most likely watch... Well, I'll watch, certainly watch both on the first night and, and I think I will watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because, again, it, I mean, there's a, there's a show on Sky One called Arrow, which is a comic book-type series, but there's mm-hmm. not a lot of these kind of, like, action-type shows on, on, on yeah, Channel 4. I mean, you know, the other sort of major action shows like NCIS or Hawaii Five over on, on Sky. So Absolutely. I think there is, there is definitely... Channel 5. Room... Yeah, Channel, five. Definitely Channel 5 show NCIS, don't they show that? And, and they do, but it's, it's about a year behind. So, you know, but I, uh, I you know... I, but I, IT crowd should be good as well, shouldn't they? I yeah, not, not called as somebody... I think a UK comedy Twitter site said it was called The Last Bite and then Graham Linehan went on to Twitter to correct them and say, that's a great title, but we're not calling it that. Um, <laughs> so uh, make sure you get your names right before you publish yeah, something. Yeah, Twitter. Um, um, moving on to uh, Chris Lilly. I don't know if you know any of these. I don't know if you... Did you watch Summer, Summer Heights Summer High? High? Yeah, I'm aware of it. Summer Heights High and then the... the, the, the Not the graduates or something. Angry Boys, they did. Yeah. And the... Uh, the um, what was it called? We Can Be Heroes. It was called The Nominees, I think, over that's here. That's The it? Nominees, that's what and, I was um, Yeah, uh, both in Summer Heights High and The Nominees, but not in Angry Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, It's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. We had the character of Jemay, the private school girl, played by Chris Lilly, and she'll be back once again in a show, I think it's called Private School Girl, um, and it will focus on her and her set of friends, I think, in her final year of school. I mean, I I like these... Yeah, BBC Three have got Mm. acquired the rights to this. Um, I, I like Chris Lilly's comedy. I mean, it's sort of hit and miss. The 
Angry Boys series had too many characters in it for me, and that ruined it a little bit. Um, Summer Heights High is sort of his his sort of watermark at the moment, and I'm hoping he sort of learnt from the mistakes that he made in in Angry Boys and has sort of you know reduced the amount of characters that he plays because he played five characters in Angry Boys, whereas he only played three in. Oh in right. Previous. Um, AMC have. Uh, I thought was the killing. I know the killing's been cancelled. That's the news here. But yeah. wasn't wasn't the most recent series? Was that not on on Netflix or or one it of those? It was on Netflix, but it was still being made by AMC. Oh, okay, okay. So, so they've they've cancelled the sort of production of it now as well as sort of, again. Yeah, because they cancelled before. It's not on, it's not been airing on on this on the network this series, but it's just no. gone completely now. I don't know if it, you can get it on. Oh, yeah, it is on Netflix UK. Yeah. I have seen it on there. Um, I mean, I think this is difficult. I don't know why they resurrected this particular program. I know, obviously, that the original killings are really good, and obviously, you know, but the American ones didn't go down very well. They brought it back with no real kind of, like, campaign to do so. It wasn't no. like it was out there going, oh, the killing was great. Not Please, like Veronica great. Mars or... Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There was no kind of like consternation. Everyone was just like, "Oh right, that was cancelled," and a few loyal fans were probably up in arms. But to cancel it again, again, maybe shows to me that again, Netflix, however good it is for like Breaking Bad and you know uh, House original of Cards, series, yeah, original lad. series, it does need to perhaps pick and choose its 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 it shows a little better. But then, if this series of The Killing had been you know spectacular, then who knows? But as you yeah. say. Yeah. It, it and and sort of going into the sort of remakes of Nordic programs, we've got um, the bridge, both the bridges coming up soon. Well, both now these. I've actually seen the uh, the American Mexican, and I've seen the pilot. Any good? Um, well, the problem is, is it's very hard not to to think about it in the way in which you you watch the Danish one, you know, and the Swedish one. It mm. is very similar. It is the first episode is pretty much a shot by shot remake with just different surroundings and different characters. It would be interesting to see then the UK one as well. It'd be interesting. I've seen some shots, and that is coming this awesome on on Sky Atlantic, and I've seen some yeah. sort of. You know some stills of it and stuff. So it, it's not called the bridge, though. This one is it. It's, it's called, called the tunnel. The tunnel. The tunnel, because it's obviously based in the. the and I think that will make it different enough, because of course, it, you know, some of the and, and you know the the, the the tunnel, the American one. Sorry, the channel, the American one. It does visually look great. Mm-hmm. You know, again, they've managed to get a stunning bridge, but uh, it just doesn't quite. I need but to watch suppose, the next episode. Yeah. I need to watch two, yeah. but the first because the first one doesn't quite work. Um, and I wonder if they will um, change the ending like they did with the killing. Um, Hopefully, uh, white collar. The um, is this a legal show? Is it that you watch? No, no. It's 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 about white collar crime. It's um, oh, a, I'm, a thinking convicted... of, I'm thinking of suits. Go on. No, it's a convicted forgerer who gets let out of prison by the uh, FBI agent who's caught him in order to catch other white-collar criminals. Oh, okay. uh, um, it, it's, it's kind of like a buddy cop thing, you know, but it's cop and criminal. It's very good. Uh, and that's been cancelled, um, not been cancelled in America, but no. uh, Alibi in the UK will not be airing Series 4, so it won't be showing over in this country. So I'm sure fans like Gary may be seeking it out via nefarious means. Well, uh, no, it's, it's uh, again, Series 3 is actually on Netflix, so um, I don't know yeah, whether Series 4 will be, but I think I think somebody in the UK should pick this up. I would actually say it fits pretty well with Suits. I would say if Dave, and Dave. it is a USA Network programme, 
Mm. I would say that... that but then know, if Alibi have dropped it and Dave is on, as you say, the UK... Yeah, oh, that's true. ...group of channels then. Yeah. Um, and finally, very quickly, um, talking of remakes, actually, um, Dead Boss, which uh, Gary really enjoyed, the Sharon Horgan yeah. prison sitcom, which I wasn't a massive fan of, that also had uh, Jennifer Saunders in it, is getting a US remake. Um, I think this has actually been sort of confirmed, when, whereas the... Um, the pulling remake, the other Sharon Horgan one, which did which didn't get the green light in the end. So no, uh, a pilot got made and it never got picked up, didn't it? Yeah. Okay, so that's that's your your news section. I don't. Do you want to go into the reviews now? Let, let's go on to the reviews. We'll do this between us because mm. between us we've seen a, a fair amount of this, and yeah. then I'll I'll finish off on the previews as we get there. Um, the first thing that we want to talk about is the uh, the X Factor. Um, now we're going to talk mostly about the X Factor UK and the X Factor USA because because uh, Matt has watched a little bit of that. In fact, let's start there and, and save our X Factor UK thoughts. What what is the the latest on the X Factor USA, Matt? Okay, so this series. I mean, I don't know if people watch the. Did you watch the last series, of the X Factor US? It's, it's normally on ITV Two, it's, isn't it? They I, aired I, it I on ITV Two. I watched the series. Was that the one with Britney? I watched yeah, a little bit of that yeah. just to see if it was if she was that bad and she, she was. She had a meltdown on that. I mean, the yeah. problems that the last series of the X. I mean, it has been thwarted with problems in its first two series. The mm. first was the Cheryl Cole obviously came over for a bit. Someone yeah. someone pointed out that she she wasn't great, so they replaced her with Nicole Scherzinger. Well, they couldn't, a, they couldn't understand her, could they? Who, that was who, the biggest. Nicole Scherzinger was uh, originally. Uh, well, a co-host with Steve Jones. Um, Nicole Scherzinger has actually only sort of got more quirky when she came over here in the um, US one. She was seen as a bit of a dud. Steve Jones, who's presenting, was just rubbish. The second series, Britney was a car crash in it, and also they changed the sort of the, the groupings last year on on the USA. So instead of boys and girls, they did uh, teens and young yes. adults. Or young adults, um, which was like eighteen to twenty-four year olds or something. Uh, this year they've changed it back again, which I think is is a good thing. Another thing they've done this year is um, they've they've cut down to one host, uh, Mario Lopez, who who most over here will know is Slater from Saved, Saved by, by the Bell. Bell. Yeah, and we've just had Screech, obviously, in Big Brother as well. Um, and actually, Jesse is is doing uh, Dancing with the Stars in in America this year. So they're all over the place. The uh, the old uh, Saved by the Bell cast. Um, so yeah, he's hosting it solo after Chloe Kardashian. Can, can I can I just say that yeah. uh, Tip, Tiffany Amber Thiessen is in white collar. Mm. There you go. And then isn't Zach Morris in something as well? Isn't he? he's in that legal show? Yeah, he's in. Um, um... Franklin and Bash. Uh, anyway, moving back to X Factor after I'll yeah. save by the Bell reunion there. Um, X Factor US. So yeah, Mario Lopez is is uh, on his own. They've ditched Chloe Kardashian, and the judging lineup has slightly changed. Gone are um, Britney Spears and also L.A. Reid, who was who I quite enjoyed, who knew his stuff, and uh, they've been so Demi Lovato and Simon Cowell this year have been joined by Kelly Rowland, who we had on the. Uh, UK panel for a series who who yeah. was okay and who was okay on this but she's not ama- you know she's not amazing she a person she doesn't have that I personality mean, uh, say like Nicole Scherzinger and Sharon Osbourne we've got now have got yeah. like that personality Kelly I'll, Rowland I'll, no I will never forget I will never forget the the episode where Kelly Rowland was off sick and yeah. and rang her voting do you remember that on the UK X Factor 
Um, and uh, also, Paulina Rubio, who I've got, I've never heard of this woman. She's a bit mental. She's Spanish, so she doesn't know much. She, she, her English isn't that great, but she, she is actually sort of the most fun out of the three women that they've got on this panel. So go on. Yeah, do, do you remember? Uh, do you remember the uh, MTV show Cribs? Yes, vaguely. I, I think I remember Paulinho, whatever her name is, is Cribs' appearance, and she was nuts on that. Mm. I, I think mean, she's, she's like... a good addition in terms of entertainment value, but it'll be interesting to see what happens when it when it gets to the bit where she has to mentor a group. So, it, uh, whereas you know Kelly's yeah. done it, Demi's done it before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, again, the 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 talent on this was mixed. I mean, you know what to expect mostly. Um, there were some really good singers. Um, not many comedy acts actually. There wasn't many as many as we had this weekend actually on on X Factor. But again, the the ratings for the show haven't been great. Um, no. Fox American Idol does a lot better, and the voice actually is is a lot better in in America as well. So and, and of course they have America's Got Talent as well. I find it strange that they still have American Idol, which mm. is America's effectively Got what Talent Pop Idol. is a is a summer show, is a sort of off season show. Yeah. So it's not it's not whereas Idol and The Voice are sort of in this you know part of the seasons of of um, mm. um, of uh, American TV. Moving on to this week's uh, X Factor, I don't know if you you've seen this. Well, as I, well. I, I, or you I, meant you talk I, about it. I, I've taken the view that I can't really do both shows. I think it's overkill. Uh, but the problem is that the way they've decided to do it is that. Not everybody you see on that Saturday night then appears on that Sunday show. So, for instance, one of the big issues this week was was it Euphoria? Mm. Um, with the with the all girl band Euphoria. from Glasgow, yeah, that that then appeared on the the, the week on the Sunday show this and week. That boy, so, you look like the scarecrow. Oh, sorry, no, I'm thinking of someone else. But there were there no, appeared so the to be Euphoria the... girls. Yeah, they were on, but then there was the boy, the, also the boy who looked like a scarecrow with the who hadn't That's... washed his hair in nine months. He was also he was the same. He came on. We, so, he was... Yeah, go on. I'm finding it very hard to keep track of what's going on. The narrative doesn't seem mm. to work. I don't mind so... that. I don't mind it as much, obviously as much as you do. I I don't mind it. I have to say. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just a feeling as if maybe, maybe you know, if I if they, I just feel they've wanted to fill two nights and they're obviously doing it. I just think either a go back to one night and one format, or b the same people that are on Saturday have to be on Sunday. I think the issue there is that you've only got the one hour, haven't you? And and I think they've plotted it out. Another thing is as well that I like. What I do like is that you're getting to see. Say someone who's in a in like a small montage on the Saturday show will get their own feature on the Sunday. Yeah. So you know who you know who more of the characters are when you get into boot camp. So I suppose that's the thing they want. They want boot camp to be a bit shorter and a bit more snappier. This is the way that you. Because I do think it. we've only got. I think there's only four weeks of these audition shows, so it's going to oh, be. Oh, okay. And so I was saying earlier, though, at the moment, the, the the girl category and the female side of the overs category are the ones that are, are filling up fast. Whereas you've got you've not got a lot of people in the the boys are all sort of much of a muchness, and there's no groups I can think of at all that have got through yet. No, there's there's hardly any groups that's going to be a hard section. Whoever ends up with that, well, we um, do know that uh, Gary. Yeah, 
this year. Yeah, Gat, so so I, I I don't know whether at some point I mean he he was very dead against Euphoria, wasn't he? So at some point he's going to be stuck if he doesn't put some good groups through. But, well, Euphoria um, haven't got through, have they? They've they've been cast aside. No, that's right. So but he was very against them. So he, he's he's going to have to step up his game. I think it's going to be a year where there's a lot of groups that are bit that are constructed from the soloists again. I think that's yeah. what we'll see a lot. That's of. a good point. They do a lot of that, don't they? So. Moving on to the other major ce- uh, celebrity version of a dancing show called Strictly Come Celebrity Dancing. I'm messing up my words there. Uh, Luke, if you could just cut that last bit out, that'd be great. Thanks. Uh, and we're back in the room. Um, <laughs> Strictly Come Dancing had its decision show. Uh, launch. I think, they call, I think they call it the launch, don't they? They call it the launch because they don't listen to us. Um, and they had the show where basically they spend all evening pairing up dancers. Uh, what sounds like dull television was actually turned into a, just over an hour of okay television, I mm. thought. Uh, I, you got I, a usual mix of Bruce Forsyth jokes. Uh, he did murder on the dance floor early, didn't he? He did, he did. He, did. he hasn't done my rumba joke yet, so we're okay. Um, nothing particularly outstanding, other than the fact that Anton Dubeck didn't get anybody too bad. No, well, we, that's what we think. Anyway, I mean, we we were thinking either Vanessa or Deborah Meaden, weren't we, last week? Yeah. Um, maybe, though, that this... Because, like, last year we... Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We thought he'd get Lisa Riley, didn't we? And she actually yes. turned out to be quite good. And, and Robin, who had Lisa Riley last year, has got Deborah Meaden. So she might be the sort of the surprise uh, package of this of this year's um depends year's i'm not group. i'm not really sure I, I i think from it i mean obviously you know you, you got to see they did a rehearsal they did a, an opening dance that was quite awful but funny i think it's um, they've been sort of worse i love the 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 two best mo or well, those three moments for me all based on facial expressions the first yeah. was uh aliona when she got um, the golf man, Tony Jacklin. Yeah, Tony Jacklin. Uh, but yeah. then again, she's lucky to have a job because this year she's only there because one of the other girls, Natalie, got yeah. injured. So she's been brought back in to fill her. Another was uh, Peter Crouch's expression when um, <laughs> oh, he was paired with hilarious. that new... Um, I can't, it's, it's, he's called like Ali Ash or something, isn't he? He's this called Ali Ash. He's some sort of tall Eastern European dark... Yeah. Smouldering looking six foot dancer with his six foot model wife. Uh, and, and, and didn't it make it worse when someone said, Oh, look at you, you're a perfect height for each yeah. other, and you could just see Crouch kind of smouldering in the background? Yeah, and the third one, actually, which did make me laugh, was when um, Dave the Harry Biker was paired up with Karen, and you could just see size. <laughs> yeah. in. Poor Karen. 
Again, though, I don't know because because there's been a lot of thing that he's quite nimble on his feet, and and I think he he's might lost, be a lot surprise. of weight, hasn't he? They they did a bit. They in did the program. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it a little bit more than I was. I mean, the lineup still isn't isn't amazing. Uh, this week as well, as I said, they've announced the uh, Dancing with the Stars in America lineup. They've got some some okay names in there. I mean, there's a girl from Glee in there, someone from High School Musical. Um, what's Christina Milian? Do you remember her? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's quite a few big from names. A- was she oh. from AM to PM? Yes, that's her. That's and thing, it, yeah. it's all gravy, baby. Okay. I don't remember that one. I just remember from AM to PM. But yeah, are you looking forward to Strictly a bit more now? And we've seen all the couples paired up, and I am. The only, the other thing is that I really liked the the response of um, Ashley T- Taylor Horgan or whatever his name is. You're um, thinking no, Ashley Taylor Dawson. You put in a bit of um, sorry, yeah. You put a bit of Ashleen. Ashleen Horgan or Ash or Sharon Horgan. Uh, but um, no, a- Ashley Taylor Dawson's response to when he got his dancer. Uh, fantastic, yeah. When he got Ola, when he just fell on the floor, uh, was was wonderful. I think though, um, there's no bad female dancer, is there? There's no. I, I mean, now, I suppose now Erin's gone. There's no sort of Anton. You know, there's no uh, female equivalent of Anton, is there? There's no sort of Erin used to be the one who was paired yeah. with sort of useless. I mean, she had Peter Shilton and. Um, she would have the, got Tony Jacklin this year. Yeah, who's the snooker player? She was in with um, oh, Willie Thorne. Willie Thorne, yeah. Oh dear, yeah, that was a bad pairing. <laughs> so yeah, Strictly returns, I think, for a double header on the 28th and 29th of September later this month, where it will do probably men on one night, women on another, celebrities. Um, it's, then, it's two I, weeks from today as well, so that's a big night yeah. isn't it? with the IT that's crowd Marvel on. Yeah. Is, is it that no one gets kicked off on that first show, but then they get kicked off the following week? Is yeah, that what so it is? Yeah, everyone does. Everyone does Friday and Saturday. No one gets kicked off, and then the yeah. following week, um, they'll do their first elimination. So everyone and, gets to dance twice. And that'll be. And, and sorry to ruin the element of surprise. They record the whole show on a Saturday night, but at the last third of it goes out on a Sunday. Sorry to uh, kill the illusion. Gary, Gary, sorry. Moving on to some other items in reviews, because time is, is, is flying, actually, even though we've got plenty of it. Uh, I just want to very quickly mention that, that I mentioned very briefly last week that the newsroom has returned. Uh, it's on Sky Atlantic. It's wonderful. It's written by, yes, Drinking Game Ready. It's written by Aaron Sorkin, who did The West Wing. Yes, I love it. We know. Um, its second series has returned, and it's got a wonderful flashback theory, feel to it. Because they're doing, obviously, the way in which they do the newsroom is they do um, American and world events from about a year ago so that they can make you surprised. Well, it started, by, did it start with the... Um, it's starting with the, the election and, and Occupy Wall Street. Mm. But the the first series, which I did as well, I watched the first one, as, yeah. is, as is my uh, my way. And yeah. uh, that was... Um, what's it now? The, was that the, the volcanic ash and the, oh, no, yeah. the dumping of the... The yeah, DC, the BP, which was was and that 2010. That was 2010, and then the capturing of um of of um and the capturing, Osama. compromising of Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Uh, I I like the way they're doing this, and then they're also doing a whole storyline where they're showing you a, a court case that's taking place, or some oh, okay. legal arguments that are taking place, and some of the characters have vastly changed their look and appearance at the, in these scenes. So, but in the earlier scenes, they're still like they were in series one. So, oh, that'd be interesting. It's really, really good. I, 
The writing and acting is superb. I, I can't fault this show. Okay. Um, um, moving on, should we move on? Or yeah, is let's that... move on. Yeah, okay. Uh, Bad Education, which we again briefly mentioned uh, uh, last week, and, and actually uh, Bad Education, the first programme of this new trial that the BBC Three are doing, where they're putting everything on a week early mm. of their shows. They've said just their sitcoms, but there'll be a show we're going to discuss later on in the previews that they'll be doing it with as well. And Gary, you didn't watch this uh, first time no. around, did you? I think I think perhaps the Jack White. I mm. mean, having having watched what was the Channel Four one that you fresh really meat using fresh meat. Having watched the first episode of that and thinking, nah, that's not for me. It's puerile. When I watch Bad Education, yes, it's puerile, but I just I like it better. I don't I know think, why. Yeah, I think that what they've done. I mean, I love Fresh Meat, so I'm, I I don't agree yeah. with you on that point. I think you're right about the first episode of Fresh Meat, but if you get into certainly into series two of Fresh Meat, it was one of the best programs of last year. Um, yeah. Bad Education. Uh, I have mixed feelings about the first series. I think the episodes that Jack Whitehall either co-wrote or someone else wrote. I mean, they had uh, Dan. I think his name's Dan Swimmer, Swimmer, who yeah. did a lot of uh, Grandma's House with. Um, Simon well, Amstel, <laughs> and he's done several other things as well. I think he's written for quite a few sitcoms. And uh, in this in this episode, um, Whitehall did co-write. This is the first one I'm talking about now with yeah. the, the synchronized diving, which I thought was a good. And I, as me and Luke were talking about, our favourite gag was the um, where Splash. Matthew Horne did the whole Ku Klux Klan thing by the pool. I think oh that, yeah, that was that really was the good. one that made me laugh the most. I mean, yeah. I think it's just sort of it's got that sort of quick fire element to it. It's very sort of almost very sort of sketch show, and the characters are yeah. all very you know wrapped up to eleven. And what this has that um, big school David Wellens thing doesn't have is the um, the kids are all very you know part of it aren't they they've got that core group of kids the well that's right um, i mean there's almost like a mickey take of the kind of glee kind of school bully school gay school you know kind of like there was yeah that, you've that, got like the nerdy kids yeah you've, you've got, got the, the nerd yeah the, the sort of the thick one the the um the chinese girl who always is insulting him in chinese the sort of the the tarty yeah. one gay one and the lad in the wheelchair um as well as um what, what you know. i what i liked as well is it, it, it you know the, the 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 other characters are very good i mean matt horn mm. okay it's not the world's most easiest of characters to no. like plays it well he he i think out of all of them has has sort of grown into this role the first yeah. series i thought he was the weakest of the of the of the adult uh, cast here he right. uh, he's very much sort of grown and he had both that that Ku Klux Klan thing and the um, the thing where he said, you know, the, we're going to pay tribute to the greatest show on earth. Splash, yes. I thought was a good a good gag as well. Um, and Michelle Gomez, Michelle Gomez is brilliant in it as the. Um, well, she's pretty much playing the same character I think she played in Green Wing, isn't she? Well, she's so, a bit more sort of evil in this Green Wing. She was all of, I mean, she's playing like the sort of evil. Um, stepmother role in a way, isn't she? She's sort of very, very sort of. I like her in this. I like the the. They've got a good ensemble. It's very playful. How, Doesn't how take many itself have you seen? Uh, sorry. How many have you seen of series two? I've, I've only seen the first one of series two, but I do plan on sort of watching them sort of sporadically. Well, um, I can I can tell you, I've watched all three of series two that are available on iPlayer, and I recommend it highly. And uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and see if I can find Series 1 somewhere and go back and have a look. And, and... Get, get used to good comedy being on BBC Three because on the 30th of September we've got the return of one of my favourite shows which will not be named to this week but will obviously... Um, we'll Is go into male and female? Hmm? No, Is no, it... no, no. One, I was being uh, ironical, sarcastic. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, that's back, isn't it? Yeah, OK, yeah, anyway. But... Time for you to write another article, Matt. Mm, yeah, we're going to do a follow-up. Uh, yeah. and, and so moving on now to a couple of things that I don't think Gary has watched. The Wipers no. Times? No, unfortunately, both are on my iPlayer okay. list, but both haven't been well, seen. So I won't, I, I'll try not to spoil it for you as much as possible. Wipers Times was a uh, almost like I would call it a tribute to a satirical paper that was created during uh, World War One. It was written by Ian Hislop and I can't remember, I think his name's David Dawson, the other writer, who, who's done a lot of stuff with uh, with Hislop in Private Eye and has done a lot of stuff like a cartoonist for several papers and stuff. Basically, it was a tribute to these two men played by uh, Ben Chaplin and um, Julian Rintut, who were the um, a captain and a lieutenant in World War One, and uh, found this printing press and decided to make this paper that was you know taking the mickey out of the you know the despair of war the fact that the the people in in authority you know didn't know what they were doing they had um michael palin in it as a as the captain who who was who actually quite liked the paper whereas like there was another uh, another sort of corporal or whatever who was sort of trying to get it shut down all the time um i i i sort of um i really enjoyed it. it had that sort of at first, I thought it was a little bit too playful, but as it went on, I mean, they, they sort of laid on the pathos, but it was never sort of over-emotional, and I thought that the the interplay between the two the two main actors, Ben Chaplin and Julian Mintup, was really, really well done, and very believable. And uh, yeah, I would recommend this. It was, it was very well written. I mean, it was a little long. If I was going to say something, I don't think it should have been 90 minutes. I think they probably could have done it maybe in like an hour and 15 maybe an hour and ten, a little bit out, over an hour. And the other thing as well in this was that they did sort of skit versions of some of the articles they put in the paper, so it was a bit sort of Monty Python-esque in a way as well, uh, which was reinforced by having Michael Palin in it. Um, also on BBC Two on Thursday night, we had Peaky Blinders, which was um, set in Birmingham in the uh, just after the First World War, uh, 1919. This saw um, Killian Murphy uh, as um, yep. the leader US of the movie star. US movie star, the leader of this gang called uh, the Peaky Blinders, known for, called such because uh, they wore these flat caps with razor blades in them, so they could blind their uh, their foes. Uh, this was uh, I, I quite enjoyed this. One of the things I thought was that this was a co-production with an American uh, network because. Of the the sort of the very high production values, I think you'll very you will enjoy this, Gary, because the the sort of opening of it, you can get the impression. I thought this has got to be sort of a co-production with the American Network. I was really surprised that it wasn't. I mean, the writer they've got for it did a lot, has done a lot of films, um, Eastern Promises most prominently, and this year he did one with Jason Statham, which the name escapes to me at the moment, which he also directed. Um, uh, basically, the, the premise is that uh, Sam Neill, again, uh, a, a big movie star in this one, so they've got a couple of big names. Uh, yeah. Sam Neill plays an Irish cop who comes over to sort of investigate this sort of robbery that the gang have found themselves mixed up in. And he's a very sort of violent cop. You know, he likes to get results. He's previously sort of been trying to sort out the IRA. And there's a lot of sort of subplots. Um, 
and it's just very good. It's it's well paced. I didn't think it was style over substance in the turn that Ripper Street was. The one thing I would say is that it, it sometimes is the sort of victim of its own artistic thing. I mean, there's a lot of lot of um, slow mo shots and and the, there's like a lot of rock music as well like you know music that isn't of the era which sort of almost took me out of it that would be my criticism if i had one but definitely some strong performances um helen is it helen mccroy who's damien lewis's wife yes uh, and who was also in uh that thing was it leaving last year was is very very good in peaky blinders as well she plays like the matriarch of the gang aunt polly and she's very sort of sinister as well so Definitely one to check out, and I say I think yes. you'll enjoy this. Yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to that one. Um, and now, and now we will allow Matt because Luke is not here. Some time on Celebrity Big Brother, which I have to say for my sins, I am <laughs> quite enjoying this. Um, Good. Have you been watching it at all? Because I know you watched some of the uh, last ones. I watched Spy- the last one. I just couldn't get I, used to. It. I, unfortunately, there were just few too many annoying people in there for me. I'm afraid I'm not a Louis Spence is, fan. Which is which is why it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I but mean, there's annoying good, and then there's annoying annoying, and then there was too many annoying about, annoying people in it. You could hear about Louis Spence, but there's just some really sort of facet. I mean, like Lauren Harris is just on another planet altogether. The you know the transsexual. I think, um, I think she's ill personally from yeah. what I've seen. I don't think she's a well woman. She does at all. not look. I mean, she's younger than you, Gary, and you would not say that. Oh, no, I know. She's thirty-four, and you would not say looking at. No. Her. Um, and the other, that... the other sort of fascinating character, and it was definitely um, Courtney Stodden. The um, the eight, she was sixteen when she married. I think the actor's name is Doug Hutchinson, who had a bit part in Lost, and was also the most famous for playing the sort of sadistic guard in The Green Mile. Was his big um, oh yeah, I know the guy. And he married her when he was fifteen, she or fifty one, and she was sixteen. And she's she's very much you know fake hair, fake boobs, stick thin. And just didn't have a clue about anything, but was just a fascinating to watch. And then there was also sort of, you know, you had the old guard in there. You had, like, Big Ron Atkinson was in there. Um, Les and Janice from Coronation Street. As I said, Dustin Diamond, who was actually the sort of the nice guy of the group. And, and people sort of started well, he, to... He reminded me a little bit of what they did with Toadie from Neighbours last year. He was a guy that was rather, just, just a rather nice guy and actually not that <laughs> weird. I mean, Toadie from so... Neighbours actually was a little bit dull i mean at least yeah but he was a nice guy he often sacrificed himself didn't he for others similar to how um abs from five is very much uh he's sort of taken himself out of it in a way but he does that is are you gonna where does the accent come from what part of what part of the world is that I don't know, but he there was a great moment last week where the the voiceover the Geordie voiceover goes Abs has been watching a spider for the last nine minutes. <laughs> nine months, probably. Yeah. Um, I mean, Crawling around his brain. I think the person who's got it's the final tonight, and I think the person who's probably going to win it is uh, Charlotte from Geordie Shaw, who's actually oh, made quite a good accounting of herself, actually, because she's she's the person who they thought, you know, would be this drunken mess, and that's what yeah. you know. But she's actually quite a genuine character and has actually you know, showing a, a different side to her um, that that I don't think, I think will change. It may actually mean she won't be in uh, in Geordie Shaw much longer. Well, that's, I... that's, that, that's probably not a bad thing because, uh, you know, anything, any, any yeah. chance they can cancel that show would be good for better for television. Um, and 
Yeah, do, you so. think, do you think, I mean, obviously now we won't get any Big Brother till next year now. Do you, do you feel that Channel 5, I mean, obviously the ratings for the normal Big Brother and the Celebrity Big Brother have been good enough. Mm. So I'm, is I had this experiment going to carry on? Yeah, I mean, I had a look at the, the Barb ratings for the, the most recent week and um, at the highest rated Celebrity Big Brother, I think, was about 2.3, 2.4. And obviously, yeah. the highest, higher the rating than any, I think it was 2.4, and the highest rated show on Channel 4 was a 2.3, which I think at that time was 24 hours in A&E. Um, yeah. If so, they could beat BBC 2 and Channel 4 on a regular basis, which they, they they're going to beat BBC 2 at the moment because of the Bake Off. And no, also, but there's the odd night where they, I mean, like, I think Friday nights on BBC 2 is a bit of a dull night, so maybe they beat some yeah. of them. I agree with you. I mean, BBC Two's big big hitters, aside from the Bake Off, are um, Dragon's Den and University Challenge. Are their yeah. other two big hitters? I mean, quickly. I mean, I'll finish Big Brother there. Um, have we been watching the Bake Off still? Are we? Yeah, are we... still watching the Bake Off. I was I was slightly disappointed with who left this week. You, you've seen it, haven't you? Ali. Was it yeah, Ali? Ali. Just because I thought he was a very interesting character. You know, this was a self-made man. He was different to a lot of the people. He'd never yeah. did. Each week it seemed as if there was something he hadn't done mm. that they were doing, but yet he was doing all right. And I just thought, no, that's... There was a lad like that in Series 2 as well. I think his name was Paul, who was a bit different from everyone else, and he got eliminated towards the end of, of the series. Mm. I mean, the, in Series 2, it was uh, like five or six women left at the end. So, I mean, there's been a lot of men being eliminated, hasn't there, in this series? What, what, what's interesting, yeah, and there, there's two prime candidates to go. One is Howard, who just looks like he's going to cry. Looks like Michael Gove. Yeah. And, and then the other guy with the beard... Oh, I uh, like him though. No, he's quite I, good. I think I think he's too flaky, and not there's not a philo pastry joke there. Oh. Um, um, I think I think there's very definite. I think the scientist I, I really like is that Paul. Rob. No, I, I, yeah, whoever the scientist guy Rob. is, Rob. Rob. He's very good. I'd like to see him in the final. I'd like to see the psychology student, not the psychology student. Oh, I don't um, like her voice though. She winds me up. Yeah. Ruth. Ruby. Ruby, that's it. Yeah, Ruby. Um, the one that does. I, I'm really worried about the one that does all the creative stuff I like because her. I, think, I like her, but I think they're constantly picking yeah. on her this whole yeah. idea that her doesn't taste good enough. Um, and then the one that looks like Mary Berry, uh, and it's quite funny when they stand facing each other. It's a bit like you know, look at the mirror. No. Uh, and also, quickly, have you watched Educating Yorkshire yet? You... No, that's that's on that's again on the planner. Oh, waiting. Um, I know there's just so much because and Thursday nights there was literally four shows I could have watched last night. Yeah, the Scandal, Guilty, Guilty uh, Educating uh, Yorkshire, and and the American show uh, uh, that I wanted to watch Bates Motel, which I ended and up Peaky recording. Blinders and Peaky Blinders. Yeah, there was five shows. I mean, I ended up. I mean, thank goodness for catch up TV. I don't think I'd get any of it done otherwise. So. so there's a there's a brief look at, at everything we've watched and haven't watched this week. And uh, shall I do the previews? Because we've only got a few this week. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so um, one of them obviously is a sort of continuing show that ends on Sunday. We've got the finale of What Remains, a programme that both of us have been enjoying. And Luke, I should yeah, say. Yeah, and Luke. Luke has been talking about I've been this enjoying lot. these. Um, basically, I, I, I mean, I won't give much away because there's some people who might be saving these up. Um Murder mystery drama, a woman found in a dead in a flat after two years, and David Threffel's uh, retired, now retired copper, is trying to sort of get to the bottom of, of what mm. happened. I mean, the fi- I've already seen this final, and I know 
I think people will be split. Like with Broadchurch, I suppose. I mean, people will be split. It's, it's, on. it's a who done it. So unless your unless your killer is reasonably obvious, or you know, if it's it's, if it, it's got to be, I think one of a few people that live in that house. I think we're, we're really now narrowing down to that it's one of the residents that's living there. They've all now come up with a reason that they would want her around, yeah. haven't they, I mean, by now? There are, um, as well, uh, there's... Uh, you, get a, you get a resolution to all the stories. So, I mean, there's yeah, been stories good. around the... the um, you know the murder mystery, and everything is sort of resolved by the end. Some of it not as neat as maybe it should have been, but but again, we'll talk about it more next week. I'm sure when we all watch yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I've, I'm sort of about two thirds of the way through episode three, and I think I'm going to watch episode four live on Sunday night, so that I can follow along on Twitter and stuff, and and, and just kind of be involved in it. So I, I I do agree, and I know Luca said this as well. I, I I do think this is one of the best dramas that's been on mm. for. A- yeah, and I think one of the as well. I yeah, don't know. Right. And I, and I think what's been good about it is there is only four of them. I think had there been too many of these, yeah, then the storylines probably wouldn't have been as tight. Would have stretched. You know, they probably would have done more of the the, the sideline storyline, which is David Threlfall's brother's character's brother dies, and that kind of just happens in episode mm. three. There's not really big much made of it, and. And I quite like that. It was a behind-the-scenes thing that just shows you a bit of the progression of David Threlfall's character. Yeah. And um, why he does what he does. Moving on to um, Channel 4 on Monday, 9 o'clock, have um, a, a programme that I d- actually missed earlier in the year. Oh, and, right. Yeah, you did, didn't you? And, and now the uh, this is a fried chicken shop. Uh, so popular that they've now rolled it out to a three-part series starting this Monday and obviously going on the next two Mondays. Yeah. I'll definitely be, I have got a preview copy of this to watch, so I will definitely be watching it sometime over the weekend. Um, I, I pleasantly enjoyed the, the one-off that was on last year. Um, Wasn't it just, on this year? Early, it was earlier this, this year. Sorry, it was on earlier this year. Like, Purely because I just, think, I just think they found a good location. They actually managed to find a chicken shop. I think it was near... It was either in Camden or it was near kind of like a Shaftesbury Avenue type. They, they just seemed to be a good mix of people. And it just seemed like, you know, as, as we discussed before, a kind of place where real people go. And therefore, it's quite good for a kind of reality show. Yeah. But I wonder I wonder if it'll be stretched um, mm. enough. Quickly, we'll get on to these last two previews. Yeah. Because um, we're, we're almost ready to, to finish. The first... Um, is Father Figure, a new sitcom from um, Jason Byrne, the Irish comedian, who's obviously yes. probably known from a few panel shows. Uh, th- I don't think the BBC have got a lot of confidence in this because it's been sort of shirt to 10.35 on Wednesday night. Um, apparently based on a Radio 2 show that he does, this is this sees him um, playing like a, da- a put-upon dad, maybe, is the best way of... Um... Yeah, the radio show um, w- was quite good. I've heard a couple of them. So I'd, I'm not sure how this show is going to go for television, but I'm going to give the first one a go, I think. I think, you know, as we've said, with comedy, you've got to kind of let it find its pitch. Yeah. You know, maybe give it two episodes before you give up. I mean, here we are with... Uh, and as well, there's a bit of a Luther reunion here because both uh, Michael Smiley and Dermot Crowley are oh, uh, right. characters here. The boss and the, and the IT expert. Also, uh, Pauline McClynn, Mrs. Doyle from Father Ted, is also in this. So, pretty sort of big-name cast. 
And so you could say, uh, will you watch it? Yes, you will. You will. And finally, uh, Orphan Black, uh, new US show, BBC Three. No, no, Canadian. Oh, Canadian. It's North America. American. Canadian. Uh, BBC Three Canadian show. They're showing these in double bills starting our next Friday. Yep. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see then how it'll do the following week up against the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, yep. Actually, no, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be on at 8, so they're not sort of going to be on at the same time. This starts uh, 9.45 next Friday. And also, as as I teased earlier, this is uh, already on um, iPlayer. I was coming on to iPlayer, I was already on iPlayer. I, I, I got an email, let me just find the email. Actually, um, well, this... I'll just correct myself, because uh, I'm reading this off what Gary's written. It is actually starting at 9 o'clock. With oh, the second sorry. episode at nine forty-five, it's nine o'clock to ten fifteen. Um, double bill. You can you can watch the first episode of uh, Orphan Black now? Oh, there you uh, go. You see, there you are. It's on iPlayer. Just I, let you... just let us wrap up this and then go and watch whatever yeah. Orphan Black or and, whatever. And you watch want Peaky Blinders and What Remains and all those yeah. other things that you. you the Wildest Times. Yes, I'm just talking to Gary now. Well, that's education mostly, mostly <laughs> yeah, and, and the second part of the X Factor and all that. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, so, thank you very much, uh, Matthew. Uh, sorry, sorry, Gareth. There. Uh, thank you very much uh, for joining me here on the Custard TV Live this week. As we mentioned before, find us on the website thecustardtv.com, and you can find us all on Twitter. I shall let Matt read out the Twitter names this Twitter, time. Twitter at uh, Luke Custard TV for Luke, at uh, Matt's TV Bites for myself, and at the Gary Show for Gary. Facebook, facebook.com slash the Custard TV, um, or you can like us on the website. We're on Zbox, we're on something else probably. Yeah. Um, you, you can, can probably catch us, by, us on yeah, train. You like, can reach us by Trail Road and Railroad. Um, and yeah. All that. I'm not going to sing it because that, that didn't go down too well the last time I did that on the podcast. But uh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Join us again for another catch up of the news, reviews, and previews, and the best and the worst on the box. Bye. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.